Hey. Hey. All right. Hi, Miss Pennell. Hey, Miss Pennell. This is our podcast about vaccines, which we haven't had in the title yet, but we're going to have one. Yeah. Good. When we. Exactly. Yeah. And um, well, today we're going to talk to you about the COVID vaccine. Or vaccines in general, vaccines but I think we're general, gonna, you know, let's just, yeah, let's just get a little wild. Let's vax it up. Let's vax it up. That's this is actually coming about. at a really good time for us because we're getting our vaccines soon. Yes, we are. June nineteenth. Uh, what June about 19th? you? Um, I maybe today. Oh, really? Yes. Otherwise, June nineteenth. Yeah, my mom is a, a vaccinator, and they oh, have cool. overflow usually, so that's why I am going to uh the forum today see if i can good see if i can sneak one in sneak one in yeah Yeah. but otherwise june 19th so maybe we'll maybe we'll see each other yeah yeah if they reject me oh i'm sure they won't i hope not which one is it do you know pfizer probably i think that's the only one approved for us yeah 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 okay yeah so so yeah exciting stuff let's start how about i'll tell you what the benefits of vaccines are because sometimes yet mm-hmm. so vaccines train your immune system to defend against virus and keep your body healthy and by vaccinating you're not only just protecting yourself but your whole community and that's really important because um we want to be able with something like you know a pandemic like we're going on with covid we want to be able to develop herd immunity so that's like a form of indirect protection from infection disease that happens when a big portion of the population has become immune to the infection and so it's really good that we would develop herd immunity because that means that people who, for example, are like immunocompromised or, you know, have other that are higher risk, um, we're going to limit the spread of the virus. So that means right. that within our community, they're like least likely to get it. Right. I think that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's you get you get a poke for you, but it's for your whole family. You yeah, know? it's for the community. It's for the greater good. And I mean, speaking of you know, the greater good and doing yeah. for for the good of Canada. I'm just going to ask the question that everyone's been wondering is, can can this be mandated? Can vaccines be made mandatory, right? And it's I think that's a, a good question. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a complicated question, honestly, because lawyers, lawyers say it's a bit complicated. There are a few different ways you can go about mandating a vaccine. You could do it through the workplace with, like, employer policies or through, like, legislation. Now, the problem with mandating it through the workplace, like saying in order to work here, you have to have your vaccine, is human rights legislation, essentially. Denying someone their work environment due to them being unvaccinated can be considered discrimination, especially considering like people with multiple sclerosis can't get uh, the COVID vaccine. So it can be, you know, discrimination due to a disability. Also, this would happen in like schools too, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, A lot, a lot of kids can't get vaccinated for like medical reasons. So it would become an issue. Um, And it's also within, you know, your current legal rights to refuse medical treatment. If you don't want to be treated, you, you know, don't have to. So would this be a breach of human rights? That's sort of the question people are asking. Yeah. Um, And generally, like when we consider vaccine mandates, they're for a certain purpose, like sending kids to a school or going to work in a hospital. But now there's been quite the shift in like the climate of vaccines. So technically, however, the government does have legal authority to mandate vaccines. So short answer, yes, you can mandate a vaccine 
but it's sort of a matter of like does this infringe on our rights as humans yeah yeah and so it becomes a bit of a gray area right yeah and recently we've also seen you know an uprise of anti-vaxxers yes yes of course these sort of things (laughs) and not that we know any yeah no 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 one that we know no one that we know yeah we're and june 19th the whole crew is coming to get the vax. whole crew's getting vaccinated it's a squad it's a party <laughs> it really is it really is yeah all right How vaccines are made i would love to so we learned great. about um the four main strategies of how vaccines are made so there's weakening the virus so these vaccines they carry weaker versions of the viruses that can't replicate well and there's also really similar there's just like inactivating the vaccine i mean inactivating the virus so these vaccines just contain inactivated viruses virus so that means they can't replicate and no another thing which we've seen in a lot of covid vaccines like the moderna or pfizer ones are kind of like using a piece of the vaccine or in the case of those two vaccines they use like the rna code right like Right. You know, like the the genetic code yeah. to help replicate, like the you know the proteins, like the protein spike on I like the, the virus. Yeah. yeah, we've heard it. We've heard. We've the heard proteins, of the proteins. So. We get the proteins. Yeah. So then they would like replicate. You know, through these instructions, they would replicate the protein, and then this would trigger like an immune response. You know, the antibodies, all mm-hmm. that, to defend against like this protein that was created. Um, and then some other vaccines use once again like. Um, t- by taking a piece of it so the, another some other vaccines like instead of like putting the instructions they actually do put an inactive part of the protein so okay. the novavax one does that and the sanofi you know the gsk one right and then our last strategy which is piggybacking on another virus which kind of uses a similar thing as the mrna ones by using like dna and nra to like you know, genetic code to replicate certain parts of a different kind of virus so that Mm -hmm. the immune system knows how to defend. Okay. And so vector vaccines, like AstraZeneca, they contain a modified version of the different virus than the one that causes. And, yeah. So lots of options there. Lots of good options. Yeah. And um, Speaking of the AstraZeneca, though, Chloe, I think, wanted to say something. I people are worried because like what's the deal with all those AstraZeneca blood clots and I've done some research into this and AstraZeneca blood clots causes a condition called vaccine-induced immune thrombotic thrombocytopenia or VIITT obviously not all the time but it can there's a lot of T's yeah Yeah, that's a lot of T's and I's and stuff yeah it it creates blood clots and the most concerning clots called cerebral venous sinus thromboses um, in your veins draining blood from the brain that's where those blood clots form Um, And the clots uh, in this case are accompanied by low levels of blood platelets and thrombocytes, which allow blood to clot. Um, And it's a very small risk of getting this. It's approximately 6.5 events per million doses for AstraZeneca and 6.6 per 6.8 million for Johnson & Johnson. Um, That's what the European Medicines Agency says. And in Canada, we have a total of about one in 250,000 doses. So things like birth control and acetaminophen can have equally dangerous side effects. So it's really a matter of risk versus reward. But also, I understand where people are coming from because it's very scary. Um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's really concerning, and and production has been stopped in a lot of places. Like, oh yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, production. I think my friend actually told me that their parents. 
told to by like the premiere or whatever and then they got it and then they're like actually we're recalling it oh so that's kind of awkward bad timing yeah very bad timing my dad got that one um Mm. but for the most part patients are found to have a similar antibody that activates the platelets to clot if they if they get this clot Um, and most clots appear between four days and a few weeks of receiving the vaccine and it is most prevalent in most most prevalent most prevalent in young people and the group that's been most affected has been women under 55 and there are ways to sort of spot um, if this is coming on like swelling in the leg or abdominal pain so you can sort of tell Um, but it's still scary and yeah speaking of of queries there are some challenges to to vaccines aren't there yeah there are yeah of course would you like to tell us about <laughs> I think, this? I think, I think you, you can go first. You want me to go first? I want you to go first. Okay, so I'll be focusing sort of on the challenges of like widespread vaccine distribution. Um, there's a lot of challenges like producing them at scale because at least 70% of the population needs to be vaccinated to achieve true herd immunity. They need to be priced affordably so that they're accessible to you know people, which means vaccine companies need to get money from the government and funding. Um, yeah, actually, I did a bit of research on the funding. Yeah. And luckily, though, um, the COVID vaccines have not, like, suffered from, like, which is, like, kind of, like, I mean, technically a good thing, but, like, bad, you know, that we need as many doses. Yeah, Yeah. but the good thing is that a lot of money and a lot of governments have put their money towards the COVID vaccines. Like, for example, Moderna received, like, one billion for the COVID-19 vaccine development, and it's said to receive, like, 1.5 billion for, like, 100 million more doses. So, crazy. yeah, it's, like, steady. It's, like, good funding, you know? Yeah. So, I think, luckily, this one, like, this isn't a problem. Not no, saying that, yeah, yeah it's a challenge, but luckily in this case, it's not. Yeah, it's it's great because, I mean, it's not great that we have yeah. this, but it's great that so many people were willing to invest. Uh-huh. Um, and, obviously, there are other challenges, like making good, streamlined appointment registration that caters to the 30 million Canadians that exactly. are eligible you know, providing vaccines before they expire. Like, for instance, I talked about my mom is a vaccine nurse and they usually have overstock. And so they need to find people to give it to before it runs out or it'll just be wasted. Uh, And also, since all the vaccines need second appointments, it's a little bit harder to get people scheduled and keep track of everything. But I think, you know, we've been handling it pretty well, given the difficult situation. Yeah, we've been going at a really steady, like at least here, a good pace. So... Finally, let's talk about who has the right to a vaccine because it's so important to get one. So the short answer is the general consensus is that affordable and accessible healthcare is a human right. And since we are in a pandemic by extension, that means the vaccine should be a human right. However, it's also sort of like sanctioned by the government. So it is up to the government to decide who has the quote unquote right to mm-hmm. a vaccine. For instance, um, with the Israeli vaccine rollout, which was super fast. A lot of Palestinians were, you know, denied access to the vaccine and couldn't get it for a very long time. So Mm -hmm. even though that's not necessarily sort of like indicative of our innate human right, as someone would say, to healthcare, just human rights as defined by the government. And a lot of times that can be influenced by like personal policies and beliefs and like discrimination of certain groups, as we can see. Um, But like here in Canada and even in the U.S. where they don't have universal health care, Vaccines are being distributed for free. So over here, everyone eligible has the right to receive one. It's important to note that it is not being treated the same everywhere. But the way I see it, everyone has the right to a vaccine, even if yeah, they're not definitely. It or if they're being denied access. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least yeah. everyone. Should. 
everyone should yeah exactly i think that all governments should give all eligible citizens vaccines if if possible exactly and luckily we live also in a country where it's free yeah exactly vaccines so Uh, yeah i'm very grateful for that and just more reasons why we should all go get our vaccines yeah book those appointments yeah go get poked you probably already have yeah because there's only Um, one person listening we love you, Miss Petal. We love you, Miss Petal, and we miss you very much. We do. And we are excited to see you. And by the time you watch this, we probably already have. By the time we watch this, we're dead. <laughs> yeah, we're we're dead, probably. 